Welcome to Pop After Dark, the pop culture podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hey, you know what, actually, you know, before we talk about Ready Player One, all right, because we we talk a lot on this podcast about films because it's a subject I that we... I think you have ended the sentence after we talk a lot. <laughs> should have paused for dramatic effect. Um, <laughs> we do talk a lot about films, but this is a pop culture podcast, so we can talk about other bits and pieces as well. And I oh. do think uh, it would be wrong of us to not talk about um, the big news that came out of Tuesday. All right. Um, that We're being, going back to Ant crashing his car again. That was Monday. Oh, my happy days. <laughs> Monday, Tuesday. No, sorry. Um, so yesterday, when we record yeah. this, we call this on Wednesday. So Tuesday... Um, out of no- literally out of nowhere, like an RKO, out um, Daniel Bryan got medically cleared to wrestle. Oh, good! We're talking wrestling. Oh, I like yeah. when we talk. In ah, it was proper out of nowhere as well, wasn't it? Like I was settling down, figured I'd have a nice quiet evening, and then it just broke. Hmm. And I saw it on someone's Twitter feed. I didn't even see the original tweet. Although he tweeted that tweet, so I had seen it, but nonetheless, I mean, I didn't know. Apparently, there's been rumours for a few weeks that um, he might be getting cleared, but I hadn't. I, I knew nothing of it. I didn't hear those rumours. Um, so for me, and for a lot of people, it was a massive surprise. Um, and I, I've still not watched the whole speech yet. I, I saw a clip of it last night because they put a clip out of about a minute and a half of it. Um, yeah. last night, but I've, I, I've got the link to watch the whole speech, but I haven't had a chance to see it yet. I know you watched SmackDown. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, had to, I had to stay up for SmackDown because the, the thing about Brian's injury, because what's great this day and age was that they were able to keep it a secret until they decided to publish the news at what a couple of hours before SmackDown went live. And it was great that they did it that way because he even he got an even bigger reception because everyone knew going into SmackDown, like the whole crowd there, knew that he was clear to wrestle, that he finally got there. But the history, like if you'd seen the documentary on WWE Network, that he had been cleared in the past, he had found doctors to clear him. And we're not, we're not talking the Nick Riviera of the doctor world. Like, these were like... Hi, Daniel time. Bryan. But the WWE doctor still wasn't prepared to clear him. Yeah. Um, but now, um, because he never gave up, bless him, finally has clearance and even more impressive than his promo which was basically thanking everyone Mm. and it was class but even better than that was seeing him in action against Owens and Zayn because the guy was lightning I know we only saw him wrestle for 30 seconds but he was looking quicker than ever yeah but we saw Goldberg wrestle for 30 seconds and that was pretty amazing so sometimes the length isn't always uh, the most impressive thing something I've been telling ladies for years um, but I think I mean a lot of people uh, last night were kind of turning around saying oh wouldn't it have been good if he just if they didn't announce like pre-announce mm. that it had happened but at the same time like people oh, mate, wouldn't you, have tuned have in that beat down knowing the injury that he'd suffered. Well, I've only... I, I, so I've seen that. So I've not seen the whole speech, but I did see uh, the end of SmackDown. Yeah. Um, everything up until... Uh, I, di- I didn't see the powerbomb, um, but I saw everything up until that point. And 
somebody likened it, and I completely agreed, um, someone likened it to Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam 2002, what? where he'd come back from that injury, and you saw, uh, to quote the twat that is Michael Cole, you saw vintage Shawn Michaels. And at the back of your mind, you're thinking, like, as great as this is, I'm really worried he's going to cause some more damage. Yeah. And when he was doing those drop kicks, because of how he bumps taking those drop kicks, I was wincing a little bit. Mm. But at the same time, I think it's bloody impressive. Like, no matter how long he's known that he's probably going to get cleared, right? You know, because he could have found out a few days before, like, uh, you know, the reports started going about, or he could have known for the last, you know, couple of months that there was a chance he was going to get cleared. You know, no matter how long he had, it didn't look like he'd missed a step. And for someone that's not been in a ring physically for, what, two years? Three years. Um, I think it's more three years. What was it? It's 18 now, isn't it? It's 76. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think it was, was it wasn't it later in was it like September or something, twenty fifteen. Yeah, I think I think it was after SummerSlam. That's not about right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so so yeah, so so you know, two between two and three years, let's say, you know, even it, it, it was two years, which is as long as three years, it was bloody impressive. It was three years, even more impressive. But the fact is, is that he just didn't look like he missed a step. And quite often, when you see people that have been out of the ring for a, a prolonged period of time for whatever reason, they do slow down. And okay, he's yeah. got age on his side because he's younger uh, than a lot of the roster still. Um, you know, I think I think he's about our age actually. Oh, really? He's like uh, early mid thirties. Um, but even so, for him to kind of do what he was doing was amazing. But as I said, like, at the back of my mind, I was thinking. Oh, and I shouldn't, because at the end of the day, if he's been cleared by, I think it's like about 12 doctors or something stupid, yeah, then, you know, it, it, he must be he must be okay. And Vince isn't going to put him out there if he's in complete danger. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, I say, I say that kind of reluctantly because you kind of think Vince could, potentially could. Like, as much as he wants to protect the talent, he also knows that, you know, Brian will put bums in seats. What is that? And also, you know, his contract was coming up for renewal in, I think it's September this year. Uh, it's like, you know what? So that must have been it. His contract comes up in September. That's when he uh, kind of went to his new kind of contract. So it must have been three years in September. Um, yeah. But anyway... Um, well, you know, this is the thing, as you're saying, if he doesn't give him a um, a superstar contract, then um, he'll just go and get one at Ring of Honor. That's it. He, yeah, he'd have gone. He'd have gone in September. If he wasn't cleared, he would have gone in September. Yeah. Um, I, I, I personally don't think now he will do. Um, because the thing is, like, if, you go, if he goes back to Ring of Honor, he'll go back to doing what he was doing in front of a few hundred people. He'll be happy. He'll be content. Um, he won't be financially better off, um, and he'll probably be working more dates for it. the The understanding I've got is that with him returning, he was 
um, expecting to work a lighter schedule. That's what I've I've seen. Right. So he wouldn't be working um, as full on as you know your, your Roman Reigns or you know Seth Rollins or anyone like that. Um, which is fine. I'm, I mean, I'm I'm happy with that as long as he does. You know, he'll be he'll be making more appearances than Brock. So yeah, yeah I know. think I would. Yeah, I think you have. <laughs> I think <laughs> yes. you've been on Raw more this year than he has. Um, oh, so that's it. I'm I'm glad with that, and I mean, I think at the same time, although it is a surprise, I mean, you could have said that they'd been sowing the seeds for a long time about Shane Bryan versus uh, Zayn and Owens at WrestleMania, but yeah. it just didn't look like it was going to happen. As much as they were kind of, that's what you thought the story was going to go you expected it really to kind of just be a match where he was like involved as like Shane's manager or something rather than competing in the ring. So I think that's probably what they're going to do now at WrestleMania. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. It's, yeah. yeah it's, it's looking like uh, very much like it's going to be the tag team match, but wouldn't it have been a bit special if they just chucked him in the, um, the universal championship match? I do, but do you know what? I think, I think I know what they're going to do, right? Ooh, so I think, so this is my this is my thought process at the moment, right? Ooh. Obviously, the, the the thing they're going to do first is, uh, you know, him and Shane versus Owens and Zayn. It's got to happen, mm. right? It's got to happen. Nice one. But personally, I think his journey to WrestleMania next year is going to be to fight the champion at WrestleMania next year. Who will be the Miz? No, I mean, I'd love that. You know I'd love that. But, oh, man. I can see it being a SummerSlam. No, I... The Miz has been on fire for far, far too long, right? He's not... um, He's not being pushed as the talent that he actually is. I mean, I've got to say, I've never been a... No, I, I disagree, because watching Raw, like, every week, um, Brock Lesnar's not there. Um, Miz is the highest profile champion there. Uh, he not be he he may not be like the biggest superstar there, but he's the biggest champion. And when he says that he has brought like prestige to that title, he really has. So I think he has been pushed, but and they've pushed him, knowing that Brock Lesnar would like their champion won't be present for so much of the TV time. Yeah, but if you if you're comp- if you're going to put him in like the the a list of like how important he's or you know how he's being seen on Raw, even with that, and and you're right with what you say, but I still think he's probably about third or fourth on that, below Brock, below Roman, probably below Seth. Really, he's not below Seth. Well, no, I don't know. They 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 don't. Try- up until um, he, uh, up until that Gauntlet match, Seth had done nothing. He was he was in a tag team. He had done absolutely nothing. I, I'm not saying that I I think he should be above. I just think that he is. Um, in the same way that I don't think Roman Reigns it still isn't working, and that that again was something that you saw this week in Raw that you know they've tried to do a thing where they're trying to get the crowds to pick him over Brock and what happened yeah it, um, it's not working I think, I think, the thing is uh, they they know what's coming 
on WrestleMania and obviously definitely the Raw after. But you got to think that with the weeks to go, if they carry on down the sort of path, that a few people will turn. It won't be a majority, but I think that they will win people over because like, you, like we saw with the Goldberg-Lesnar match, they don't want a champion that's not going to be around. They were happy to see anyone come down and like beat up Roman Reigns. But with him saying the right stuff, it's only a matter of time before the crowd could potentially turn on Brock. It's a question as whether Brock would agree to that or Vince would do that, knowing that Brock will be leaving, it seems. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we could, we it, it could end up like we saw at WrestleMania all those years ago with him and Goldberg, that because the fans know he's on the way out, they'll just yeah. boot the shit out of him anyway. Regardless, well, yeah. but I, but the problem is, is that I don't think Roman Reigns is still like doesn't matter how what they're trying to do, and we talked about it Monday before Royal had aired about how we thought maybe, um, you know, it looks like it's the tide's turning in his favour, but. It could go the other way, and that's exactly what happened with that crowd. WrestleMania crowd is a, is different to the, your average Raw crowd or SmackDown crowd, so yeah. it's a little bit more unpredictable. Um, but no, what could happen? Carmella could cash in a Money in the Bank title. What in the in the in the Brock match? Yeah, that'd be hilarious. I'd take that all day long. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd take that. I'll take her as our new champion. Absolutely. Um, but no, I mean the thing is, right? If you if you think back to the um, a good few months ago now, but when um, they had that amazing segment on Talking Smack between yeah. Daniel Bryan and the Miz, right? That 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 right there, you thought that is a money match waiting to happen. If only it could happen. And yeah. I seriously thought at that point. He he must be hoping to get back in the ring, and that's what they're going to lead with. And the fact that obviously the Miz, you know, has nicked a few of Daniel Bryan's moves and stuff like that, and the fact that you know the Miz was uh, Daniel Bryan's, um, they were partnered up in in NXT when you know NXT was a different show to what it is now, but yeah. that's where we first met Daniel Bryan. Um, so the history between the two is immense and you've had the stuff that's happened recently as well but and i really think that in the next year that is what they're going to build towards and yeah you're right they might they might pull the trigger and do it for SummerSlam instead but if they can make that wait for a full year absolutely mm. similar shit out of it you know maybe like you know because obviously you have to switch show switch shows as well but you know if they can tease all that if they can have like a match at Survivor Series where they're on like different teams and stuff and like just tease it all, tease it all, tease it all. That will be money next year. That will be yeah. huge with that build up. I could I, be wrong, yeah, but I take it. But um, you got to look at t shirt sales, and Miz is nowhere near because Miz doesn't have a t shirt. Does he not? It doesn't mm. have a t shirt. I've never looked, I'll be honest. <laughs> That's yeah, the thing. Like, I, I don't. Because I remember him saying it the other day. The thing is, like, I don't. I, I think on the mic he's like just captivating, but I've never been a huge fan, and, and not because he's bad, but I've just never really been a, a massive fan of his in ring work. But 
of late, the cat, the way he's he's pushed himself, yeah. and the way he's played up, uh, especially like now his wife is back with him as well on screen. Oh, well, she is currently, but she'll be off soon. But that whole dynamic has just been amazing. And I think they're really going to try and push him now. They tried it a good few years ago when you know he was feuding with Cena, but I think now they they know they've got they've got money there. Yeah, I really think that's that's going to be a big thing. Um, it is one hell of a feud when it, when it finally happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, I thought we I thought we should. Yeah, that. he's but as you say like the Miz is going to be one hell of a feud because again the stuff that Brian can do in the ring and the way that Miz can sell a match. But there's so many dream matches, like AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan. There's so many dream matches that are now going to come our oh, way. Shinsuke, um, I know we talked about how Rude has slowed down a bit, but it would still be nice to see them two go for it. Um, Finn Balor, oh, Seth Rollins. Like, yeah, well, Finn, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure we must have seen. They, they must have uh, fought in Ring of Honor before. They were there at the same kind of time, I think. But. Um, yeah, it's, it's a new world now. You know, it's a, it's a different, it's a different com- You know, they're in a different company, and, and you know, they've both changed the performers. So, even if he has thoughts on those people before, this is going to be new. Um, yeah, and the only other thing I wanted to talk about wrestling wise, um, we saw the ultimate. Uh, was it final deletion? Or ultimate deletion. Ultimate deletion, wasn't it? Ultimate deletion. This one. Yeah. Um, so that. That aired Monday, and and we talked about it. And I I said to you like I can't believe they're holding it off to to um I thought they'd be holding it off to WrestleMania, and I can't believe they're doing it now. And then yeah. answer my own question by realizing that the whole thing was pre-taped, and so it wouldn't work. Um, and did you hear what happened in Raw? So when they were showing that match, yeah, they had match. two dark matches. The, the, the crowd didn't have the match at all. It wasn't even on the jumbotron. Nope. Um, they had Braun Strowman. What Elias was it? Yeah, and I think they had. I think Ronda Rousey did something as well. That's right. Yeah, yeah. She came out as a crowd. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 did that instead, which I thought was weird because if you're not going to let the crowd watch the match, why don't you just send them home? Yeah, yeah. Fifteen minutes early <laughs> just seemed a bit odd, but um, yeah. I mean, I I liked it. I don't think it was as good as some of the stuff that they did in TNA. It was very similar. And I, yeah, but at the same time, because because I've heard a few people say that, at the same time, they've um, TNA like obviously gave Matt Hardy carte blanche mm. uh, with creativity because he was paying for it, damn it, and um, they had like what a year of build up to it. Um, oh. Everyone knew like his family story. Everyone knew the characters. No one has like this was the first time we've seen Senior Benjamin. So we weren't going to get the cameos that we've seen before in yeah. deletion matches um, because we've not seen one before. No, I, thought- I didn't. I didn't mind that. I didn't mind that element because you don't want it to be the exact same stuff that you've seen before. Um, so you you want a bit of variety, right? I I, I get that. Um, but what I mean is, is that I, I think just just because, as you say, that with TNA there'd been the build up. And stuff leading up to it. This is this was kind of a new thing um, they were doing in WWE for that audience that may not be aware of that. I mean, I think a lot of the audience had seen it, but obviously the majority of the audience won't know too much about it. And I think it was done well, and I think it was done very similar to what they've done before. Um, and there were bits in it that I thought were great, 
um and it, it it worked well it worked well i'm not i'm not gonna say it was it wasn't uh entertaining it was um i know it's not everyone's cup of tea but i think it's a good change so, because we've seen so much especially wrestling in the last like five years or so um it was the most imaginative thing we've seen on raw for i'd say the best part of a decade oh without a shadow yeah, yeah. It stood out like a sore thumb and and the thing is the fact that it was trending on you know it was like the number one trending thing at the time uh that that was going out and was still trending the next day yeah so in, I, I can't remember the last time a raw main event or anything really on, on raw <laughs> was trending for that long you know um yeah. so i think it did its i think it did its job um but what i didn't like and okay i get the fact that they are fed lines and everything like that but what i thought was really piss poor was the fact that Michael Cole apologised before it even started. And I thought, you can't... That, that's your main event. I know it's not the main event for the people that are in the, the arena that night, but that was your main event for Raw. And yeah, it just was you've started, it, it, you've shat on it. Yeah, I could, I could understand from a storyline point of view, WWE um, separating themselves from it. But there, there's a way to do it uh, and apologising for what people are about to watch. That's only going to get people clicking away from it. Um, you, they could have said that, you know, they could have said it's not sanctioned, but you had exactly. There. You could have said that, you know, that this is, you know, Matt Hardy's thing, not us. You, if you just turned around and said, like, you know, this is this is unlike any main event you've ever seen on Raw. Yeah, exactly. there was ways yeah. of doing it without turning around and saying, "We apologise for what you're about to watch." You know, we're almost like we're embarrassed about this. And it was, I thought it was quite telling that Corey Graves was kind of like trying to talk down the facts, like, you know, the embarrassment side of it. Yeah. And, and try and ramp up the, the entertainment. And you can, you know, I get it. You know, my, I'm sure that wasn't Michael Cole's idea to do that. I'm sure that was the line being fed by Vince, but I yeah. just think that is not what you do. Yeah. You know, you know what? The thing is, if the internet shat, if the internet shat all over it, right, they could have kicked off Raw next week apologising for it. You know, that wouldn't have mentioned it, would they? Like, if it, if it had gone down badly, possibly. But I mean, either way, like what they what they ended up doing was the worst possible thing. And yeah. I, I, you know, I, I know Matt Hardy tweeted about it afterwards. Um, he he obviously wasn't very still it was still in character but he he obviously never kind of, no no he never does he, even with the Daniel he's Daniel Bryan tweet yeah you know the yeah. dragon of America is back you know he was he's always playing a character which is which is amazing but you know Mo-o-on. <laughs> that was awesome but you know I I I think you know he was he must have been peeved by that and that tweet kind of demonstrate that to me you know you could read between the lines of that and i you know I, i'd have been pissed off as well mm. but uh i wonder if that's one of the reasons why they brought borash in because i know borash was involved with with getting those filmed yeah possibly yeah you know anyway that's enough wrestling i think for this week or this month um but I thought it was a big oh, week. So. We haven't talked about the sodding movie yet. <laughs> keep them, keep them anticipating. 
This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.